What is going on, everybody? My name is Don Anthony, and it is finally here after 30. Oh, and the man I have in the background is one of, uh, he's a close brother to me, uh, special guest of the day. Um, I'm going to introduce him, but I'm going to let him give you his background. Um, we have a, a a bit of noise in the back, but we outside. Oh, we outside. We outside. We amongst nature. On Friday Eve. You know what I'm saying? It is it is uh twenty twenty one and uh we we trying to get over this COVID thing or whatever this is that's going on. But we're gonna have fun today. We're gonna get a lot of information and uh I'm gonna introduce this brother and then let him grab the mic. Uh Mr. Javon Morris to the building. Mr. Javon Morris. Hey, hey. This is your guy coming in, doing after 30. It's a so, pleasure. Thank you, brother. I appreciate you being here, being with me today. So Javon has a background that I think um, every black man, I think, should take into account. Every black man. Um, whether you're... Uh, black and brown. Black and brown. Whether your relationship status is single, married, uh, uh, dating, whatever. Javon, give the people a bit of, of what you do and, and what you got going on. So there is an organization in the city, local organization, that is ran by me and two others called the Helping Nola Pedal with a D. And we are a two-headed love monster. On one side, we help the less fortunate in any way we can. So homeless individuals, people that are just in need of whatever items, whether it's perishable or non-perishable. And we do that once a month. It's a once a month push to bag whatever goodies we have and bring them to the streets. On the other side of that love monster, we serve as a staple for black and brown men's mental health. We do a series called Air It Out twice a month. Mind you, I am at this series. Hey. So for on and off the record, I don't make it every time, but I do make it there. Uh, I do express myself and what I'm going through at the time. It is a non-disclosure that you have to sign. That it is. So no one's not going to take your business and bring it to somebody else. Oh, man, I heard what so-and-so was going through. Like, So no, you don't know that. Oh, it's definitely a very discreet and private conversation amongst the fellas who are involved in the tender space. And once again, it is only just for fellas. So men, black and brown men, I encourage you to come through. But to continue with that description, we basically rent out a different Airbnb and we make it a safe space. As Don's mentioned, you have to sign an Airbnb, I mean, a non, excuse me, a NDA. Before you sit down and get all the treats, refreshments, and engage in the talk. And once you're in and we start, you vent out whatever you want to vent out. I don't care if you feel like you cut somebody off and you feel some type of way. If it's weighing on your spirit and it's hindering your soul, come out and release it. And mind you, I'm going to be honest. When um, Javon came out with the uh, the concept of the Air It Out series, I was kind of like, well, you know, why I got to tell other people how I feel about my feelings? <laughs> you know, I'm like, I don't want to tell nobody how I feel. But isn't that how we grew up, though, man? But that that is how we grew up. That Because we we didn't know counselors back in the day. You know, we knew you had a you had a breakdown. And you're just like, what's wrong with you? Ain't no crying up in this house. Right. It wasn't no crying. <laughs> you could not cry. Especially if your daddy was in the house. 
<laughs> oh, you won't be a man. Oh, you're right, right? This is what a man do. <laughs> like, okay. But now nah, it's very, very good push that has been well-received amongst the men in New Orleans so far. And I definitely encourage more men to come out and more men to support because we need spaces like this. We need spaces where there is safe spaces, safe spaces, safe spaces. Safe spaces. Yes. So where we not only can we vent, but it's also a space that holds us accountable. Because let's be real, we talk a lot of shit and we be on some some fuck shit, some other shit. And you need somebody to kind of clue you in to what you really need to be doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even if you don't like it. Even if you don't like it. In nine times, ten times out of ten, let me correct myself, ten times out of ten, you have guys that get told information and they don't like it. No. That's not received well. At at all. They will look at you crazy and you're like, "Mm, you don't know my life. And we're like, "Mm, but you're telling us your life. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So it's kind of, it's a space where I would say that not only do guys come through and they present a level of vulnerability? Mm-hmm. It's almost like talking to your your high school guy. I mean, we 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 we're car guys, right? Shout right. out to the car guys. Shout out to the, the uh, car cougars. Guys, the old building, right? Right, right. the old guys. building, right? Not the new building. <laughs> <laughs> but that's like you know having a familiar territory, well, from an individual that is familiar within a territory or a scene that you came up that you came up in or familiar with. And having a sense of relatability. And so it, the space resonates in a manner of it allows dudes to just be that much more comfortable. And then some of these Airbnbs in the city, man. Whew, they're nice. Nice. Gentrification's taking over. Big. <laughs> Big. They make you like, dang. From the outside, trash. This is the hood. You know? Right. But inside. But it also speaks to the level of change and how you can also modernize yourself where mm-hmm. on the outside you might not look appealing to the to said individual but on the inside you're a shining star right right whole diamond in the rough in the rough <laughs> i remember one time we uh well you um you rented out this space and from the outside it was a bit tricky saratoga right it Small was all street it was very very tricky shout and, out to uptown and um and um, I went in, and I was like, oh, my God, like, this is amazing. They had a pool table in there. Yeah. And I was like, this is amazing. Um, This is something that I think is much, much needed because a lot of times we don't like talking to counselors. And in dating, we don't like expressing our feelings. Facts. Um, We look at dating as I'm the man, and I'm going to do what a man got to do. But a lot of times, you know. And that's not always healthy. At all, that's not and and I, it's it's like well, well well what's a man supposed to do if he can't confide in his his partner exactly you see what I'm saying so and even <clears throat> if you don't have a partner because you we get a lot of single guys that come in there mm-hmm. and if they don't have the kind of pushing or backing mm-hmm. and support by some honest and genuine female counterparts yeah then it becomes an issue of them having an imbalanced frame of mind mm-hmm. where they're only thinking rah 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 right instead of softening up a little bit it's um it's almost the equivalent of equivalent of someone having to fix something or finesse a piece of furniture in or, or put it together mm-hmm. and they're trying to jam it in there when 
that woman would in her her sense of my like her frame of mind on said topic would probably add a little softness to it, you know, add a little bit of touch to where that that strength that you might feel like you need to get in there or to, to put that into place right, mm-hmm. it don't need that much strength. Mm-hmm. You know, you just have to come at it from a different approach. Wow. And I do feel like there's times when guys come in there and talk, especially when it comes to, when it comes down to dating mm-hmm. after your third or mm. close to your 30 or whatever, but mm-hmm. just getting into that next level of dating where now your life is hitting different. Right. Your responsibilities are hitting different. Right. And how you perceive yourself, mm-hmm. and not only how you perceive yourself, but how you perceive the women that you're trying to attract. Right. Hits different. And I'm going to tell you something. Uh, something. This is a, a uh, just to be transparent, this is a disclaimer. Uh, Javon is really one of my best friends. I probably had more fun in Javon's backseat of his car. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the Silver Bullet. Shouts out to the Silver Bullet. Uh, than anybody else, I've I've had uh different times where I've I've broken down in front of Javon because it was a safe place for me, and you know, it's very very important. I think when you're on this track of and, and me and Javon, we've 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 had a lot of fun. Oh yeah. Running a lot of fun. Right, a lot of fun. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. A lot of good yeah. genuine fun. Good genuine fun. Shout out to the people who contributed to mm. that fun as well. Cause we don't want to forget that we don't want to forget about the ladies that contribute to that fun. We're energies <laughs> in ourselves. Right, right, but right. But then right. when you have those counterparts that latch on right. and make memorable moments, then that said backseat which can just be a sense of music, car dance, in-car dancing, right. you know, kind of right. floating around the city. Like, right. things like that are memorable. And so I feel like definitely want to shout those ladies out that brought that into play. Very- and even the guys that were in the scenario before the car situation right. happened and just roaming around. So shout out to everybody, everybody, men and women, who contributed to us just having a great time. Everybody that had a portion to do with with what, but I'm gonna be honest. Um, in that in that process of of because I'm 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 in a I'm my relationship status. I'm in a relationship right now. Um, I'm I'm happily in a relationship. I'm I'm truly happy, and um, but that was a struggle. There was a lot of learning who I was and it came from dealing with these different women and dealing with came with that because of my, you know, me being scarred, me being, you know, having my trauma, me uh, dealing with um, different things in my life that, were were going on at the time and even my past. Right. So, you know, it kind of groomed me for the love of my life right now. And I'm just, I'm not, you know, I'm saying it right now, but it's, it, it just kind of groomed me to be in this relationship because there were a lot of women that came through and it was like, dang, you worked something. Right. But I just can't give you what you're looking for me to give you because I'm not ready. And they all, and, I would say there are times when people 
recognize that, hey, you're great, but you still have some growing pains. And even though I find you attractive, you're you're this level in my life. And I don't want to stay at this level. And so the fact that I don't want to stay on this level, I can have a great time with you. But you're here and you're not moving up. I'm moving up. Mm. And so it turns into something where a lot of times, a lot of times that conversation is not held. Right. People kind of get stuck. Right. On levels where they eat, they don't want to want to be at, but they feel like it's necessary to stay with said individual. So I would say that as your, as your partner, right. Just seeing you grow within that time frame of us hanging out, having, cause I mean, you got to think when we first really start kicking it, we was, we were seeing each other out everywhere, everywhere. And we wasn't even, we were friends. But we was like, oh, like shit, like you here. In passing. Man, what you drinking? Like, that right, type of like, let's move. Like, what you talking about? Like, what you doing? Facts. And, and then brunch, toast, jockeys. And it was, it rest was is history. The rest was history. So I would say that dating, when it comes to the mental health side and equating that to how you're dating life or how mm-hmm. I've seen men process their dating life, mm-hmm. it's a heavy big deal. Because right. you have a lot of men who go into situations with past trauma, right? with said issues that they haven't dealt with, mm-hmm. and they're trying to, they're, they're looking for happiness, but they're also, they also have this baggage. Right. Because I don't, I don't feel like baggage is just, you know, financial or kids and all that. Like, no, your mental baggage is crazy, can be on a crazy level as well. And so when you have, some guys that come in the series and they speak on it, mm-hmm. it's like, well, okay, well, have you addressed this? Have you addressed that? Oh, have, oh you, you have? Okay, well, what, have you gave yourself time to process how right. you address that? Mm-hmm. Before you try to engage in said individual or with said individual to start something. Mm. And then it becomes a, a situation where there, might, there may be a disconnect. Mm-hmm. And... I'll be honest. I mean, as a dude, there's times when I don't know how to process certain things because I haven't had that. I haven't gave it that time of thought or just paid attention enough to it to get others, you know, I or input to maybe help out in my understanding. Right. And so I do feel like that space allows men to get other inputs on said situation because mm-hmm. it's like, oh, OK, well, we're all dating. In a, in a manner of, even if you with someone, you're still dating. Mm-hmm. Like, you could be, you could have your spouse, you could be married, you're still dating. Because right. you want to still make sure that person is pleased. Right. You want to make sure that person feels good. Right. You want to show that person a good time. Right. Y'all want to, y'all going to go out on dates, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, you want to keep it fresh. So just because you're with someone, I don't think that dating stops. It's just... the you're going from actually dating the masses to now you're dating one person mm-hmm. consistently. And, co- and you've committed to dating this person for the long term mm-hmm. or hopefully for the long term. Right. So your ideas have to stay fresh. And I'm sure that person wants your ideas just to stay fresh. Of course. Just like the conversations, you know, you want those to stay on another level. Y'all have, y'all want to grow together and any issues that y'all are trying to get through or heal 
that takes comp that takes time and that mm-hmm. takes moving through it in different ways that you need to be able to process certain energies right and so yeah i, I do feel like the space is definitely helpful for men that are dating especially mm-hmm. after their 30s cuz as we all know dating in your 30s is a challenge dating in your 30s i think dating in your 30s with a purpose is a challenge Mm. Because a lot of times, explain that. What's I'm I'm explaining it. I think dating your purpose, dating for a purpose in your thirties is a challenge. Now, okay, you say for your purpose, are you like, is it a specific purpose? Because everybody's purpose, purpose, I feel like is. I'm. I mean, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, everybody' purpose is different. But okay. I'm gonna say from a, a perspective of long haul. Gotcha. So whether that be, I want someone long term whether that be I want a marriage out of this, I want forever out of this. Okay. I think that dating with a purpose in your 30s, it is very hard. Hmm. Interesting. And I'm going to say this. Okay. The reason why I feel like it's dating in your purpose. Dating in your 30s. With a purpose. With a purpose is hard because a lot of times you run into people, women, men, that have trauma. Hmm. And they take their trauma everywhere with them because they dealt with so much. They have so much of their values mm-hmm. on the line. Okay. They don't want to look, they don't want to be looked at to their friends as like, man, you take, you taking that? For example, perfect example. Let's say nowadays you're dealing with someone, you're dating someone, right? Right. And you're dating this person. And... Um, let's say this person has a kid. Okay. And the father and the mother are, you know, they are very, you know, they have a, they have to have a, a level of communication. Right. They have to have a level of an open line of communication for the child. Good co-parenting. Co-parenting. Right. But they're not into each other, mm. but they're co-parenting. Right. So let's say the son, daughter, whomever, the child needs help with a project. Gotcha. Right? So the the daughter, child, whomever calls the dad to come and help with the project because that's the dad. Right. You see what I'm saying? And you're like, well, why you call a dad? Why you couldn't call me? But that's the dad. That right. is the child's dad. Gotcha. You see what I'm saying? So what I'm saying is, let's say that the child calls the dad and like, hey, could you come help me with this project? Right. Dad comes. Cause I'm thinking like if I'm a dad, I'ma come and help my 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 child with the project. Right. I ain't into your mama like that. Right. You see what I'm saying? I ain't trying to make her, her man upset, but you my child. Mm-hmm. So I'ma come and I'ma help you with what's going on because you need me. Gotcha. But isn't that a bound it can't there be a boundary kind of conflict? Because if you're dating someone and the child, like, I don't feel like there's nothing wrong with the dad coming and helping, but is shouldn't there be like an understanding of hey, you can come help, or I'll bring you over there. Or I mean, that's fine. I, I think there should be boundary issues, and 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 for me, I'm I'm you know I'm all about boundaries because I got a temper. So, <laughs> you know, I I, I be doing like ape shit. Right? He's working on it, people. Right, working I'm working on. on it. I, ain't, I ain't healed. <laughs> I'm healing. You know. I'll I'll be you know I get upset right you know? right so we're not even gonna talk about it. the past time we was at the, <laughs> the the place and the guy was like man what's wrong with your homie nigga what's wrong nigga 
I ain't got a problem. Calm right. down. You like, man, what's wrong with you? I'm like, nah, this nigga asking me what's wrong, nigga. You don't see this shit. Calm down, hey. brother. I'm like, you don't see this shit. You got shit to lose. <laughs> we got to come back here. Right. <laughs> so, now I mean, it's, I, I feel like that type of situation can have its unique uh, aspects to it. I do feel like there should be some type of understanding of what levels that the biological father can still contribute. Right. And that's if y'all are, like, in the same household. Right. If y'all are not in the same household, then, you know, that definitely changes things. But if y'all are in the same household, then I I feel like there can be... uh, It's just... I feel like conflict can definitely brew from that because mm-hmm. then instead of building that relationship towards the per, you know, the the significant other who is with the mom, with the kid, then it's almost like you're, you're subjecting yourself to a certain place in that kid's life instead mm-hmm. of, you know, doing whatever, or just get it, having that kid be a little bit more comfortable with you. But I, I don't feel like there should be, a challenge on who was in that kid's life. I mean, look at uh, Lenny Kravitz. Right. Lenny Kravitz and who's, what's your girl's name? His his former wife? Uh, um, Lisa Monet. Lisa Monet. Lisa and Monet. she's with Aquaman. Right. And Lenny Kravitz and I for, what's the guy's name? I forgot the guy. I forgot the guy who's uh who's the Aquaman, I forgot his name. Yes. Yeah. But him and Lenny Kravis have a great relationship. They do. Like, great. Yeah, they do. They really do. And people credit uh, Lisa Bonet for choosing these two guys who have this type of personality, which, yeah, give her great credit for being that middle type of person that allows, that kind of brings understanding and why this important. And I'm sure she brought mad understanding to right. both these individuals of right. why y'all need to be close. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because I have a kid with you and I have two kids with you. Right. And so it's like, okay, y'all need to have a relationship together. Right. It just so happily, these do, these two dudes become best friends, which I'm sure they really are like they, best friends. They're they really like, cool. Like, like cool, cool. Yeah. And so I feel like dynamics like that is great. And Lenny, like, I don't even want, Lenny, you know, like we had our time. But I think that takes a, that takes a mature person. Yes. But, you know, Lenny is like conscious. So Lenny, like, yeah, you know, it's kind of like it was what it was at that particular time. Right. I mean, I still love you, but I'm not. The love for you has changed. It's grown. But who's to say he was always that person? That's true, too. Who's to say he didn't take some growth and was like, all right. Yeah. Like, Da 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 da, but I don't know, man. I, I I feel like just to tap into that point that you made, I do feel like there needs to be an understanding, and when it comes to just dating in general, that communi- like it all comes down to communication, right? And if you can't communicate with your your partner or your significant other of whatever level, then it shows or it kind of highlights and puts a spotlight on your men- of where your mental health is at mm-hmm. and what you prioritize within excuse me within yourself to 
allow you to be able to connect better with someone, man or woman. You know what I'm saying? And I think a lot of times dudes get into a space mentally right. where they feel like, well, she should just like me for who I am. Right. I'm right. a good dude. Yeah. Yeah, you are a good dude, but you're a good messed up in the head dude, probably. Right. And so it's kind of, which you got to think, when we come in this world, we're bred to be a certain way. So in, in hindsight, you can say every dude is messed up. We can. We can definitely say in a every way. dude is in, messed up. In a way. Because, I mean, you're also talking about coming into a world that's testosterone-driven. Yeah. And it's... You, it's you, now, just now, starting to change. Yeah. I mean, and it's heavily misogynistic. And so when you're bred, like, hey, you're a dude, you're supposed to do this, da-da-da-da-da, and society also treats you the same, mm-hmm. if not even worse, in the manner of putting you in places where this how this is how dudes this is what dudes do, and this is what dudes should do, and that's only what dudes should do. Right. It kind of takes out the possibility or the options initially right. of what's what you have the capability of doing if you just try to go in this path. Mm-hmm. So if, if if that makes sense, I have a I have a question, and this is the question that I have. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh. Just for the record, yeah, I am, you know, and, and we both, you can disagree, but I'm not a street nigga, but I'm from the hood. I'm a hood nigga. I'm from the hood, if that makes sense. Explain it. So a street nigga is mm-hmm. a nigga who, in the street, nigga hustling, whatever, still got his real ties to the streets. You okay. see what I'm saying? Like, they out here. Like, he ain't leaving the street. He ain't leaving the street. Gotcha. Whereas... I'm a nigga from the hood. Gotcha. I'm not in the streets. Like, I don't care what your boy Pookie and them doing. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? I might know them because we grew up together. Now, like, what's up, Don? Right. You chilling? Like, yeah, I'm good. You know, but you you ain't from, you know, go ahead, go inside. You know what I'm saying? Right. But I'm from that area. So that area kind of, you know, they know me, but I ain't, right. I ain't affiliated with what they doing. So would you equate that to having street smarts? Street smart. Okay. So does so, that make you a street nigga? No, I'm not. I'm okay. not at all. I'm going to say I'm not, I'm not a street nigga. For the record, I'm not a street nigga. I'm just a nigga from the hood. I'm from the hood. I'm a hood nigga, but I ain't a street nigga. Gotcha. That's, that's different. Gotcha. So <clears throat> in saying that and taking that into consideration, you know, um, because I feel like street niggas are kind of far gone. I could be wrong. They could want change, but just cats who feel like they have to have this this facade of like I'm hard and I gotta be hard, right? You know, how do we break through to them to just say, "Hey, you still got feelings, right? Conversations. You still got you still got things that you have to you have to get through to get to open conversations. You know what I'm saying? I I haven't talked to anyone about this before, right? But so I drive Lyft full time, right? Great income, mm-hmm. supports the nonprofit, all that good stuff. So, one night. What's about, up, dude? What's going on, brother? About like good to see you. I'm nervous, but I'm good. Nine-ish. I pick up a guy. Right. From the East. Mm-hmm. Book sack. Come in the car. Mm-hmm. He starts, you know, like, what, you know, initial greeting. Mm-hmm. Well, what's that with your breath? I'm like, oh, right. How you doing, right. homie? That type stuff. Right. 
as we driving, his lo- his drop off location is uptown. He reveals that man, he's exhausted. Right. And I'm like, well, what's wrong, man? You you good? You thought you, you had a long day? Right. He's like, nah, man, I got a long life. Wow. And I'm like, whoa, like hit mm-hmm. that that's heavy. Mm-hmm. And so he goes to explain, man, you picking me up, I gotta go on the block. Right. And do my thing. He's like, right. I'm tired. He's like, my lady don't my lady crying because she don't want me to go. Right. Cause she like, I don't even know if you're gonna come back. Right. And I'm like, bro, you going, you live in the east. Mm-hmm. And you dipping uptown mm-hmm. to hit the block. Right. Do what you got to do. Right. And then you going back home. Right. I'm like, man, you, you like, how do you feel about that? Like, I'm just mm-hmm. talking to him. And he's and like, this man. Is, this is for people who are on my live right now. We talking about, uh, we talking about, uh, of course, express, expressing your feelings. But we talking about the difference between uh, a street niggas and, and niggas from the hood. Because I feel like this is something that we need to touch up on. Because a lot of. Cats from the hood feel like they get a pass because they think they from the streets, but they're not really. It's but I th- I, honestly, bro, go I, ahead, I don't, talk to me. I don't think that. I think when it comes to, it don't matter where you at. It it and but but it doesn't. The, whether you in the, whether you pushing weight in the streets, mm-hmm. or whether you pushing papers at the office, right, or whatever, right. or pushing numbers in the in the field doing sales. Like, it doesn't matter what you're doing. Construction doesn't matter. If you feel some type of way, you feel some type of way. And I think, right. yes, the streets definitely has a realm of, what you, up, Doug? you don't want to show weakness because that's when you show vulnerability. And right. the streets don't cater to vulnerable cats. No, and, at all. But I do feel like those same cats, those same said individuals, man, you catch them one-on-one, hence your boy in the car, and it's just me and him. Right. And this right. is what, like a 12 minute, I mean, a 12 mile ride. Uh huh. And so he started crying. Well, hardest man, you started doing the street, hardest cat ever. Mm-hmm. But start crying because he was exhausted, bro. He, was, he showed emotion. He exuded. Because his girl was crying. Mm-hmm. He exhausted. He don't want to do that. He can't get a job, a solid job. From what he said, right, he, he it's hard for him to get a solid job, right, because he got a, you know he got the felony on the record, right, and so he got to do what he got to do so he don't be on the street. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, do your girl work? He's like, I told her don't work, you oh, know. Wow. And I'm like, well, well, bro, that might be able, to, she might be able to help you, right, transition a little better, because if she's making money, then maybe you can find you something to make a little bit more money. I mean, a little bit money. To add on to her, to her bringing what she's bringing in to right. help with the household. So now your safety is levels up mm-hmm. versus you having this, like, I got to do it I got to be a this man. old I gotta, school. Yeah, I got to yeah. pay the bills. No, but you don't worry. I mean, da, 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 da. I, I now, mind that, you. Doug, I, you coming on here next, FYI. Mind you, I don't think that anything is, I don't feel like, I don't, like, I don't knock cats who want to do that. I grew up in that household. My but dad. I, but I'm going to say this, and I'm going to say this. I, I think I think as a man, mm-hmm. and I'm going to say this, we both grew up in that household. We I did. think your dad was a bit more aggressive in the household. <laughs> Shout, Shout out to Pops. <laughs> Shout out to Dad, you know. But, you know, it, I think your dad was a bit more aggressive when it came down to that. But I think as a man, you won't, like, I, and I'm going to say this. Uh-huh. I, for me, myself, right, being in a committed relationship, right, loving this woman, right. I, I, my manliness steps in. I want to protect this woman. So 
I want to protect this woman. Okay. So protect meaning providing. I want to provide. I want to protect. Okay. I don't want her to worry about a thing. Okay. So, you know. So you don't want her to worry about a thing. But at what point do you actually embrace the fact that she don't want you to worry about something? She, I, but that's true. That is true. Because okay, and you and I and, and I and I take I take that into consideration. Right. I truly take that into consideration. Right. But I feel like, and I guess maybe it's me being a man, but I I I really want to I me being a man, but I really really want to know that I gotta because huh? yeah. Wait, listen, whoa! Listen, I gotta. We we hitting into something deeper. We bro. hitting into something deeper. <laughs> but listen, I really. But but the, here's the thing. Gotta and, like possession, bro. No, like I like no, not not gotta as, as in possession. Yeah, but just like you holding it down. I got it down. Okay, because because here's the thing we we have to think about. Gotcha. And this thing, take this in take this into consideration. Okay. Me, you, <laughs> because you know my background. You know, <laughs> I was like, really, bro? It's, just, it's just funny. You know my background. Gotcha. Um. You know, a lot of women that I've came across right. and I've dealt with and I've dated, like, oh, cool, you cool. You know, like, we having a good time. Right. Like, you know, like, yeah, I got this this meal. You know, I got this this drink, whatever. Right. But it's like, <laughs> y'all got to know me to know what I'm talking about. But, it's, it, but, I, but at the end of the day, it's like I ain't really trying to, be there for you in mm. the manner of which you think, because me and you just talked about this, and I'm a, and I'm a, I'm gonna be li- I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> We've talked about this, right? We've dated women to where like okay, like I'm gonna treat you with the utmost respect, but they're not used to that, right? So I'm treating you like you're the only one, but you're the only one today. Okay, I, I think you're tapping into a I got, but I, I'm, uh, but I'm going deeper because okay. it's time to go deeper. <laughs> so you're the only one today. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But do they know that? They do know that. It's it's it's, it's very very transparent. So you communicate that like, yo. Of course, I have to. Okay. So we we're, we're being very very transparent. Okay. In our approach as well as in our intentions of what we're doing. Okay. So, you know, we're having a good time. I want you to feel safe. I want you to be comfortable. Right. I want you to have a certain level of vulnerability. Right. Because we need that in order to exchange conversation. Okay. In order to exchange, if you feel like you want to give me yourself physically, right, we need to have that open enough for us to be able to exchange. Got you. Sexually. Oh. So yeah. Now, now, oh yeah. Now we have a, a arterial arterial. We don't have no 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 no. Let me tell you something. Now we have we a motive. We don't have a with, with. Let me tell you something. With every man, every man has a motive. Hmm. Every okay. man has a motive. But w- listen, women too. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You see some women who've been like, "Well, li- listen, like whatever so, you want." Okay. With, with that being said, and excuse me for cutting you off. Cut me off. Let's go. Because you just said that you want to be that provider and that protector. So if you're dating, right? Let's talk to them now that we're in our thirties, right? And you have the mentality that, "Hey, I want you for this, right?" In your short term, right? So I'm going to protect you in this short term desire of mine and pay for everything. No, listen oh, to what I'm saying. Okay. Listen to what I'm saying, and I'm gonna say this. I'm so you say don't this. feel like so you don't feel like you should pay for, like if that woman said, "Well, I don't want to pay for nothing," like because I want to feel protected in this moment. You want me for said such? 
then I want you to protect me but and listen, pay for this meal. Love, you gotta. <laughs> oh, you gotta. <laughs> well, now we have you gotta re-strategize. Now, what you mean? Hey, nah, nah. Got you, gotta, bro? you gotta re-strategize. You have to, of course. <laughs> you have to re-strategize because listen, <clears throat> you didn't put an estrogen on that first. Because listen, and I'm gonna say this. Okay. Listen, we dating. We having a good time. Mm. Um, this is first date or this dates in. This is this could be first. This could be first dates. Okay. This could be dates in. Gotcha. Um, a lot of times dates in, you know how I'm moving. Gotcha. So you know, you know. Do they though? Because that's, that's you. You still getting the representative when I'm dating. Yeah, I mean, because you got to think, especially when we're in our thirties. Man, look, we got we got shit to lose. Yeah. So and my yeah. time is way more valuable now because you're a working professional. I'm a working professional. So if we allow if we allot time mm-hmm. in our schedules to have fun with each other and to right. show each other some type of interest. Right. Then now you're talking an element of, well, <coughs> who is this person I'm getting? Is this the fun? Is this fun, Don? Is this fun, Javon? Or is this like the real you? Because I do feel right. like there's a difference between getting to know somebody on the on the sip and getting to know somebody on the soap. I'm going to say I'm going to say this. I think that. Sober. <laughs> Sober. <laughs> oh, no, you fine. Shout out to Brenna. Brenna in the building. <laughs> so I'm going to say this. I think that there's different levels of vulnerability. Mm-hmm. So if I feel like I'm dating a woman and we're just dating and we're just having a good time, we're painting the town red. Right. You're not you're going to you're not going to get down after white. Hmm. Yes. Why you're going to get down Anthony. The show? Oh, you have to get the show. Why? <laughs> You're not you're not going to get Don Applewhite. But is that even okay, so if they're getting the show, you're saying the show is yes. not go, is not gonna pay for the meal. But Applewhite is gonna be that protector. Because I got you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You sound a real possessive. Right I'm now, not bro. I'm not I'm not <laughs> sounding possessive. Okay. All I'm saying is is that you know, and and truly, to you know this, I like I've 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 paid for meals. Yeah, I've we both for, have. Yeah, we, we pay for a uh, a uh, uh, you know a fun time, but I think you're getting a bit more of me, and women appreciate this more. Right. When they know, uh, they understand when you're like, yeah, he paid for a meal, but mm-hmm. you know he ha- he kind of stimulated me in a different manner. To where it wasn't physical. So with that being said, being that we're talking about dating in our 30s or dating in your 30s, by the fact that you just mentioned that if you're just dating a woman who might look at you as potential and might see something more than just a few dates and a good time, if you're admitting that you're giving her the representative in the show and you give, it's not until you decide to be with a woman long term, then you give her Don Applewhite. Are you a part of the challenging nature of dating in your thirties? I mean, you, would you consider yourself a part of the problem? I don't think that I'm a part of the problem because I've been transparent with you the whole time. So you okay, okay. So my thing is, and you dating in your thirties, so dating. You, so you've told a woman that hey, you getting the show. Just, you I haven't told her I'm getting the, she getting the show, oh. <laughs> but I've I've told her like, listen, I don't know where this is going. I I want to take my time, 
Mm. You know, I'm not going to tell you the sky is pink when it's right. really blue. Um, but why, though, bro? Like, why, why do you feel like a woman doesn't deserve, even with your temporary intentions, why do you feel like a woman doesn't deserve that? Like, this doesn't deserve that upfront. She does, but she does. She just doesn't deserve Donna Appleway. Why, though? Because that's not for her. How do you know if you haven't gave her the Bro, chance? Bro, listen, listen, listen. <laughs> I've, listen, listen. You Don, Don Applewhite. Like, okay, because I, I figured, because this, this is how I look at it. And we've all been in some, some fuck situations. Um, I do feel like if I'm dating someone, like, I don't have a show. Like, I'm going to show you a good time. If we, if we mesh and we having a good time with each other, that's great. But I don't have a show to give you because I feel like, like I can't just turn myself off personality wise. Yeah. I mean, that's like that's, I'm weird all the time. That's fine. I wear I wear colorful socks and stuff, right. that type stuff. That's fine. So, but I do feel like there's a compatibility, a compatibility, understanding mm-hmm. that should be apparent in right. connecting. Like, hey, everyone's not compatible. We can try this, mm-hmm. but this might not go past thirty days, ninety days, sixty days. Like, who knows? But right. yet, I do feel like you deserve honest and not saying that the show isn't honest you, but I do feel like that woman deserves that honest person with also the understanding of giving her the option like, hey, but this, this is the real me. But at the same time. Okay. And here's the thing. When you see certain things, Red flag? Are you red flag? Okay. Or if you're in a place, if I've been, and I'm going to be honest, mm-hmm. women have been worthy. But I wasn't in a place to give you Don Applewhite. So I didn't want to put you in a place to where right. I gave you all of me. Mm. So would you consider that wasting their time? No. Mm. Because okay. it was fun. <laughs> for you or for them? I mean, <laughs> certain women, it was it was fun. It was fun. Certain okay. women, certain women, it was fun. Certain women wanted to open up and explore, but those women, right. I was willing to let them go. Okay, and because I didn't see myself with them. Gotcha. So you if, see what I'm saying? So if a woman came up to you that you had prior dealings with, and said, yeah. "Hey, you know what? The Don Anthony show was great. Right. I had fun. Right." But she was a waste of my time because that wasn't Don Applewhite. Right. How would you, like, would you embrace that and say, I would be what? like, listen, love, listen. Well, <laughs> wait, hear me out, hear me out. I'm would, listening to you. Would you, embrace, would you embrace that with the mentality of, yes, I didn't give you my true self. I gave you the fun side. I didn't, cause, because I didn't feel like you were worthy. But here's of that the thing. Side. Would here's, you give her the real? Here's the thing. Mindsets are different. You have Thanks. to grow. Okay. You have to know. So, Three years ago, four years ago, mm-hmm. I wasn't in a place to give a woman down Applewhite. Right. But she don't know that, bro. Yes, she does. And the reason why she knows it, because I told her, I'm not in a place to give you me because I'm not there yet. So you have to understand. Oh, so this is something you tell. Oh, yeah. Women. You got to understand this. Okay. I've, I've, I've told, I've, two women in particular I've told. Right. Like, listen, I'm not willing, I'm not willing to give you me right now because I'm not in a place. Right. 
And you they still chose to deal. They still chose to deal with you. They they chose to, because listen, my mother was crazy. And I, 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 I know what crazy looks like. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like I know what crazy looks like. Gotcha. So for me, I have to be transparent with a woman because in the back of my mind, I don't know if you're gonna click out. Facts. I don't know if you're willing to fight. I don't know if you whatever. And and I'm gonna give y'all my business. But um But what did she do flash out, bro? I mean, at least you know. At least I know and I know how to handle it. Yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But at the same time, I'm going to be as transparent with you as possible because I I don't want, for me myself, I don't want to lead you on. Gotcha. And, but with women, Mm -hmm. you can say certain things, but women look at your actions. Right. So if I'm like, hey, listen. We having fun. We having a good time. Right. But if we walk into the park and I hold your hand, like, oh, he really like me. So that if he so listen, okay. If if like, hey, what are you doing? I'm sitting at this restaurant. Come meet me. Right. I got you. Just come through. He really like me. I don't. So if you so. Would you would you say that you feel that energy and you you like feel her liking you? I gotta pull off. I gotta. I had to get out of it. Oh, without the conversation. <laughs> it's sometimes it's harder to have the conversation because here's the here's the reason why it's harder to have the conversation. Right. Because with women, and I'm not talking about every woman, mm-hmm. but with sometimes women, they like, oh well. Okay, like you just not where we at right now, but right. you gonna see where I care for you, and I'm I'm that one for you. Well, dudes be like that too. Of course, we talking about. I yeah. feel like women go through that a lot more because you know dudes run, they walk too. Not dudes, as in speaking at all, but too many dudes walk in a sense of entitlement, right, and possession, right, and so when they. I mean, we just had a, a recent situation where we were talking about it, where a familiar name guy of ours moved in a sense of entitlement. Like, I'm I'm the one breaking up with women. They don't right. break up with me type type right. ways. Like, you have, a, and women have to deal with that. Mm-hmm. And so me understanding where you come, where you're coming from, <clears throat> I also do feel like you probably could at least be a little bit more transparent of what you speak that you are, Initially, right, and then once you get that energy on the back end, why does that transparency stop? Mm-hmm. Like, why do you bitch up and just skate instead of being like, you know, I think you like me more than I like you, so I'm not in that place. Mm. So since I'm not in that place, respectfully for your feelings and my time and your time, right, I'm a skate, mm-hmm. and you know. Cause I'm just not in that place. Right. But if you saying that you just bolt, then I think now we start entering a realm of how much of the problem we are as well. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying we not the problem as a part of, you know, in dating while you're 30 or dating in your thirties. Cause I mean, you gotta think we're right. in a position where we have shit to lose. Yes. And we love our time. We love having a good time. We've seen, we've been out. We've done things. We've courted women. You know, we've been in places where you had to pick of the litter on yep. both ends. We did and they did. Yeah. 
And so I do feel like in your 30s, when you decide to give somebody your time, it's more of an it's more mentally of an investment on my future, like what I want for my future. Because if you don't see that person as some some type of potential, then it kind of like now if you just out here free bird, I mean free free roaming, and you just won't be a free bird. Then hey, that is it is what it is. And there are said individuals that move like that. But then I th- I do feel like the majority of individuals who are dating in their thirties, they're like, man, what is this? Like, but are we you going know, long term? I'm gonna be honest, man. I I I think that. Sometimes um, dating in your 30s, I'm going to say this. For me, you know, I was, I was, I was a, I was a, you know, I was lit up and I was just running around like a a wildfire. Yeah. I was a wildfire. Same. For for a minute. Yeah. A part of of healing. Right. I was a wildfire. I couldn't, I couldn't, and and I couldn't explain to why I didn't want you, Mm. you know, but. You know, I don't want you in that manner. Right. If you don't want to have fun with me, then that's fine. Gotcha. But I can't express to you. Right. I can't articulate it into words right. to why I don't want you in that manner. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, can you take what I'm giving you and can we have fun? If you right. can't, then that's fine. Right. I get it. Because you're dating with a purpose. Me at this point in time, I'm not. But see, that's why I asked you that. Do you have that initial conversation? I, I do. Know, I know me. I flawed. Like, there was a point where I I heavily flawed in that as far as just being able to be transparent. Like, we can have fun. And then, like, I mean, there there was a point I felt like I was a professional ghoster. Yeah. Like, I, mean, I think a lot of people in their 30s are professional ghosters. Like, I think. Well, no, this was in the 20s. Oh, shit. Yeah. And so it's like, because it's, it's like, all right, we having, we're having a good time. We're moving. We're moving higher, we're moving. And then once yep. you give me that sense of fade, or, or I feel it fading, then, oh, that's my cue. Mm-hmm. I'm out of there. Mm-hmm. I can start to kind of like breeze back and turn into Homer Simpson in the bushes right? type of meme. Right. But then when you get in your 30s and you start dealing with more, or as I got in my 30s and started interacting with more women that moved with a purpose, and moved in the sense of, hey, like I'm allowing you in my space. Cause you gotta think, bro, when you're in your 30s, this ain't no, oh, we about to meet in the club or nah. something. Like there will be multiple occasions where date night might be a lounge, date night might be movie night. Yeah. It might be on the couch. And like, they like, I'm letting you in my house, like this house, what it is. Right. And so I'm serious. I do feel like there was a level of maturity that I had to obtain to be able to stay functional in dating because now you've leveled up. You're like Mario second level. Like now you almost a Cooper. Right. And now you're in a position where you're going for the gold. Right. They're going for the gold. Right. Now my like, there might be a disconnect issue. There might be a compatibility issue. But you also have to take into account, man, I'm in these person's space. Like yeah. this is her house. She's in like whether they're in your house as well or whatever, but like we're involving each other in places and in ways that you're entering things that I have to lose. Right. And I don't want to lose that. And I'm letting you know that I hey, agree. Hey, I'm I'm willing to let you in and this is my life and I want you to be a part of it. So let me see how you let me see how you factor in. I mean I remember I I vividly remember I was talking to this one woman 
She was like, hey, come over, shoot you. you, you you're, in the, you're in the area. I'm like, okay, bet. Went in there, got three dogs. One old, other one semi-old, and the other one just like moving. I don't even know what age he right. was. That wasn't my speed. Right. I'm like, it's too many, too many moving parts. Right. Laid in the bed, fur, dog hair in the bed. I'm like, well, damn, the dog sleep in the bed. What you do? Right. That wasn't my wave. But I also had to understand, like, the maturity side of me had to understand, man, this woman probably doesn't have a consistent body mm-hmm. in the house. So these dogs are her kids. They're her cuddle, cuddle buddies. I got to understand that. But it's like that maturity that I needed to gain in dating while I'm 30 right. or in my 30s. Right. Like, that's what I'm talking about as far as having to understand who you're talking to, but mm-hmm. also giving them that grace and understanding mm. that, hey, this is how you've set your life up based off getting through your 20s and still being single and dating in your 30s. Right. Because now we're in a place where shit, I'm, I'm ready to settle down. Mm-hmm. Like, not settle down as far as being complacent with, you know, someone where you're not getting what you deserve, but settling down in, okay, I want to build and bond with you. Right. And let's go to the next level. Mm. So I do feel like dating in your 30s can be challenging in the manner of, from a mental health side, how many people are still out here moving around with trauma? A lot. Like, how many people are still moving around in their 30s with shit to lose with unresolved issues? A lot. And so it's kind of, you know, yes. when, when you take that into perspective, I, I feel like we had to move different. I mean, we talk about it all the time. When we moved these, when we went through these streets and had said fun, we we moved a certain way, and then all of a sudden that maturity hit yeah. in another way where it's like, all right, my time is way more valuable. I want more. Right. I don't just want the dancing, we're going out, getting some fry, smashing fries after having a lot of drinks. Yeah. And we might go and smash at home. Right. Whatever. Right. Now I want intellectual conversation. Conversation. Right. I can, I can sit and have a conversation for an hour. Right. Amongst the party. Right. And feel like that was better than sex that day. Mm. And so it's kind of like dating in your 30s. When you give up, like, if, if you give a woman that, bro, like you got to think, if, if if a woman gives us fire stimu- stimulation from a mental standpoint, right. like fire conversation, you think that woman is interested in going, going, well, you think that woman is interested in sleeping with you? Of course. You, you think so? Yeah. Why do why why can't you just be fired conversation? I mean, no, she's she's not gonna sleep with me that day. But, but <laughs> yeah, she's she, if, if if the conversation is back and forth, uh-huh. then she's mentally mentally stimulated. Okay, so she's at a point to where like I'm not gonna give it to him physically today, right? But we might have another one or two conversations. But at a certain point, like you feel like she, so you feel like you've been deemed hittable. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm gonna be honest. Yeah. yeah, okay. Because at the end of the day, we're all looking for mental, physical stimulation. Okay, stimulation. Yeah, we are. Have you ever f- had a conversation with a woman strictly like just at a venue, heavy stimulate, like heavily stimulating, and had no desire to? to no, that's I'm. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> I mean, I have. <laughs> But it was, it was like, it was like, okay, like, cool. Because, you know, stimul- mental stimulation kind of, like, gets you in a point where, like, man, you cool. 
Like, let's do this again. Right. But we don't have to physically do this, but let's, like, get this to a point to where we can have this conversation again. Right. Because you get to that point to where, like, you mentally stimulate. You're like, well, damn, like, we we touch another levels of, right. of life and what this relationship could be. Gotcha. You see what I'm saying? So when you get to that mental standpoint, you kind of already know what I want and you and I know what you want because gotcha. the conversation, not to say it's been had, but it's been had. Right. So it's like I kind of know physically what you want. That that physical point is secondary. Yeah. But mentally, spiritually, we we we've, we've indulged in each other. Right. I have nothing to lose. And see, my thing is I have nothing to lose right. when talking to you. Right. If you give me a good conversation, you give me a good conversation. I'm going to take that conversation for how it goes, when it goes, where it goes. Right. You see what I'm saying? But if I'm physically attracted to you and you hit me with the mental stimulation, then that's cool. Yeah. Because we've had the conversation from there. Gotcha. I'm not rushing you to penetrate you physically because I like the, I like the, the mental stimulation. So the mental stimulation, we going, we going, we going. But it be... 30 days, not whatever. But here's the thing. And what I've understood about women, saying this about women, when you've had that mental stimulation, they looking for that physical because y'all have already had that conversation. <laughs> it's already been laid down. They like, this dude is cool. I want to, I want to embrace him physically. Hmm. You see what I'm saying? I, I, I do feel like that would be, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I would, I would love to get women's opinion on that. We, we gonna have to because uh, I feel like is, that's a highly debatable. That's a highly debatable concept, thing. you know. But I, I think, I think when a man is hitting all points, mm -hmm. she's I mean, yeah, willing he, to take, she's willing to take that, take that route. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely. I, I do feel like if a woman feels stimulated, yeah, you know, you might, you might fire up the kitty a little bit. Yeah, you do, but. That doesn't mean I don't, I do think that that doesn't guarantee you that she's trying to get in them draws. It doesn't guarantee you, but it does. She does put you on a different plane. Fair, yeah, I agree. So she does put you on a different plane. Can we agree to disagree? Oh no, we we can agree with that. Yes, because I do feel like if a woman is mentally stimulated, she's she's put you on a different plane. But like I mean, like they say, well, I believe the physical gets you, the mental keeps you. Yeah. And so if a woman is, if you make a woman smile, mm -hmm. you, you probably have a shoe in. It's just up to you to fuck it up. That's true. So, but once again, when you're talking about dating your thirties, knowing that that is, if you, if you feel like women are like that, or they, they have that sense of, uh, want based mm -hmm. on stim st mental stimulation, and so where you feel like they're wanting to give them give their bodies to you, uh -huh. which I do feel like that is a mm -hmm. lot more challenging for a woman than it is for a man. Oh, of course. Do you also think that is also a part of why women may be challenging and getting to know in our thirties, knowing that they have this very treasured? I'm a, I'm gonna say this. It 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 can be, but on that note. <laughs> We have to get up out of here. Right. I want to thank Javon Morris uh, for coming through. Brother, oh, man, blessing pleasure. me with your presence. Yes, sir. Um, I also want to thank uh, Helping Nola Petto as well. Javon, we want you to drop your social media handles as well to uh, let people know where to find you, how to find you, 
if there's anybody out there who is looking to embrace helping Nola Petto with what is going on in their lives, drop that in, please. So you all can follow uh, Helping Nola, Pe- Nola Petal on Instagram or Facebook at said name, a Helping Nola Petal. You also can email us at a Helping Nola Petal at gmail.com. We also have a website, www.ahelpingnolapetal.com. You can breeze through some of those bullet points and learn a little bit more about us, a little more about the founders and what we are what we consist of if you want to donate there's a button for you to donate if you want to volunteer your time you can also hit that button and put your information in phone number email and we'll definitely be in contact with you on next session when we give out those goodies to the less fortunate and we also have a number you can reach me at 504-278-0996 and if I miss your call, definitely we'll return it as soon as possible. It's been a pleasure. Thank you, brother. Once again, my name is Don Anthony, and this is After 30. Once again, I am not a love doctor. <laughs> <laughs> I am not a um, uh, love guru. I am just a brother that has dated a lot of women, and I am writing my wrongs on the wall. So, and I'm inviting different people to tell me that my wrongs are wrong or are they right? Or if they want to speak on whatever. So, you know, I never want you to get confused that I'm I'm not this. I, I haven't gone to school to be a love doctor. I haven't, you know, gotten any degrees or anything. I just feel like this is something needed for the black and brown community. All opinions matter. Thank you very much. This is Don Anthony, Javon Morris, and we are signing out. After 30, appreciate y'all. Much love.